Amen. Nothing in the world like get down on your knees and praying and telling nobody else about what you've said or what you've prayed and get up off your knees and go your way and see the God of heaven answer that prayer. I'm telling you, that makes a mountain boy want to shout, amen. I appreciate that tonight. I sure do. Good to be here tonight. Good to be in the service tonight. Appreciate you being here. And uh, so good to be back in the house of God tonight. I have really, really enjoyed being here these days. My wife and I, we're in meetings all the time. And uh, most of the time when we're there, I'm preaching or whatever. But I have really enjoyed being here this week. And I mean that with all my heart. God has spoke to my heart I don't know how many times this week. And I appreciate what the Lord's done in my life and my wife. I was talking about this afternoon how good and how refreshing it is to be here and be in this meeting this week. When you give out and give out and give out and give out, uh, it's good to take in. Amen? And I've enjoyed being here. And I want to say thank you so much to the pastor uh, and church for allowing my wife and I to come and be these days with you here in the uh, mission camp meeting. We've enjoyed being here. Thank you for everything. I mean that from the depths of my heart. Thank you for letting us come. Thank you for the good room where we stayed. Thank you for the good food. I gained five pounds this week, Brother Frank, five. And uh, But anyhow, uh, thank you for all that. Thank you also for the gift bag that you gave my wife. And uh, what a joy it is to be here this week. And uh, I love you, preacher. I love Brother Gravely. He's my dear friend. He and his wife, and I appreciate them. And how Will you be here? Are you here 25 years now? This may be 25, this coming May. Hey, give him $25,000. Give his wife $25,000 and buy him a new car and send him to Hawaii. I'm preaching good. Somebody give me a witness. And uh, Can I say something real quick before I read? Most churches does not realize the caliber of the man of God they've got until he's gone. That's exactly right. I love your man of God. I mean that. I do. And he loves you. I hope you know that. And uh, I appreciate him tonight from the depths of my heart. And I uh, appreciate how God's using him here. And I've been in this area a good bit. <clears throat> I've never been here, but I've enjoyed being here this week. And uh, man that can't preach here ought to turn his license in. And, uh, but I've enjoyed being here. I really have. And I appreciate you letting me come. It's good to see some old friends that I haven't seen in a while. And uh, so good to see them. Brother Hildebrand, good to see him tonight. When I, brother, when I was just a boy, just a small boy, my daddy, there's seven in our family. My daddy used to load us up when Brother Hildebrand come to our town and preach. And we'd go hear him preach when I was just a little boy. <laughs> but uh, Dr. Ellis and I have been praying we talked about it last night, probably praying for your salvation too. Uh, so he preached a long time without being saved, amen. But anyhow, it's good to see him. Good to see everybody in the service tonight. I want you to turn with me tonight to a very familiar scripture tonight. And I'm probably not going to go the route you think I'm going to go. And uh, I preach out of this all the time. I love these verses. And, uh, and I'm, again, I'm not going the route you probably think I'm going to go. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, 2 Corinthians chapter 9. If you missed the service this morning, you missed a real blessing. And uh, I mean that with all my heart. I'm telling you, all three of those messages was tremendous. And uh, I appreciate how God spoke to our hearts this morning in the service. And uh, I appreciate what he's doing during these days. I want to say when you think about missions tonight, and think about world missions tonight, it's almost overwhelming when you think about it tonight. There's almost 8 million people on planet Earth, they tell me now. And the majority of them has never had a clear presentation of the gospel. And uh, this may shock you, but right here in your own town, 
there are those right here in this own t- this place this afternoon that has never had a clear presentation of the gospel. This afternoon, I was witnessing to a lady at the motel, one of the ladies that works there, and uh, I said, where do you go to church? She goes to one of the first churches over here, and uh, I, I began to witness to her and talk to her about being saved. And uh, I said, if you died today, would you go to heaven? She said, yes. I said, why? She said, because I'm a good person. And I said, now, wait a minute. That's not what takes you to heaven. I said, have you ever heard tell of being born again? And she said, I've never heard that terminology. Goes to one of the first Baptist churches over that way. And she said, I've never heard that. So I reached in my pocket and I pulled this out. And I said, would you let me read you this? And I went right down through your track and uh, read that to her and showed her what it meant and seen her right there stand beside her buggy and get born into the family of God. You'd be surprised, you'd be surprised right here in this area who's never had a clear, y'all try that church sometime, Brother Frank, that's a good one. (coughs) You'd be surprised those in this area has never had a clear presentation of the gospel. When I think about 195 countries around the world, and the majority of them tonight don't have a fundamental missionary in them tonight. And when I think about all that tonight, I think about how overwhelming it is. I, I think tonight about, they tell me, there's 7,100 different languages in the world. There's 41,000 different dialects, they tell me. Now the 41,000 different dialects, they tell me there's only 5,000 of them have a Bible in their language. So having said what I've just said tonight, that's overwhelming to me. What a tremendous need tonight. They tell me in the United States this year, there'll be more than 6,000 churches shut their doors and go out of business. Our dear brother that preached from up north this morning and uh, for years, for nine years, I was North American Direct from Macedonia. And uh, I'm telling you, there's city after city after city after city after city that don't have a gospel preaching church in them tonight. Uh, when I was North American director, pastors would talk to me and they would say, uh, so you're in North America? I say, yes. Well, you know, we believe in foreign missions. Can I tell you something tonight? There ain't no difference. A man that dies in the United States goes to the same hell as a man that dies in Russia. So having said what I've just said tonight, don't you stand with me tonight. Having said, I said, let's stand. All right, here we go. Having said what I've just said tonight, the need is awesome tonight. But I am so glad tonight. I know somebody, thank God, has got to answer to every bit of it tonight. Notice with me in 2 Corinthians. Those seven cha- first seven chapters deals with Christian living. Chapter 8, chapter 9 deals with Christian giving. Now don't die because I'm not going to preach on that. But uh, it does deal with it. And by the way, it doesn't bother me one bit to preach on money. Amen. Not a bit. Notice in chapter 9, I'm going to break in at verse 6. But this I say, he that soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. He that soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man according to his purpose in his heart, so let him give, not grudging it, not necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. Look at verse 8. But God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you always have an all sufficiency, and all things may abound to every good work. I'm interested tonight in verse number 8. Notice again in verse number 8. And God is able. I say, and God is able. Thank you for sending you to be seated tonight. I love that word able tonight. 
When you study your Bible, you'll find in our King James Bible tonight, it's found more than 210 times in the Word of God tonight. And I'll say to you tonight, I'm glad to report to you this evening, though the need is great tonight, I'm glad, thank God, God's able this evening. How when I think about the uh, big picture tonight, I will say to you tonight, hallelujah, I'm glad tonight that God is able to meet that need tonight. I believe I said it to them tonight, preaching, I'll say it again tonight. I believe Christ died for the world. And I believe there's provisions made for the world to be saved tonight if they'll only come to the Lord Jesus Christ. And I want to thunder across this pulpit for a few minutes tonight that God is able this evening. I say, thank God God's able this evening. You say, preacher, I, I, do you believe? I sure do believe that tonight. Don't say this tonight. That's not bragging. That's just facts. <laughs> I said, God is able this evening. Has it ever dawned on you God's never failed? I believe I heard somebody saying about that. How God's never failed, friend. And I'll promise you this, he did. he's able to do that. That needs to be done tonight. I began to think about this today. I thought about, I'm not able, but God's able. You're not able, but God's able. The church may not be able, but God's able. Baptists might not be able, but God's able. Hey, the mission board may not be able, but thank God God's able tonight. Hallelujah. I said, I said God is able this evening. I thought about this. He was able in the past because he's always been and always will be. He's able in the past. That's what my daddy told me. And I'll say he's able in the present. I'm living now. And I'll say if my grandyoungins and great-grandyoungins, he'll be able in the present. Has it ever dawned on you tonight? God cannot fail. <laughs> Hear me, I said God cannot fail this evening. I'm telling you this evening, God is a God that cannot fail tonight. You trust him by faith and believe him by faith tonight, I'll promise you he'll not fail you this evening. Faith is not believing God can. Faith is believing God will. Yeah, I said faith is believing God will. The world says this tonight, show me and I'll believe. God says believe me and I'll show you. And uh, I'll say to you tonight, church, uh, God cannot fail this evening. I want to say, thank God God's able tonight. I said, God's able tonight. It doesn't matter what you're facing tonight. I said, God's able tonight. Uh, I was preaching last week about Joshua. And uh, you know what? He was promised success before he ever got there. He said, I'll be there before you get there. And I'll say to you tonight, he promised Joshua, I'll not fail you. I'll not forsake you, but thank God I'll be there. And I'll say to you tonight, church, hey, God's able tonight. I'll say, missionary, God's able tonight. I'll say, child of God, it doesn't matter what you're going through. I say, God's able tonight. Lord, have mercy. Are you hearing me tonight? Notice what the Bible says right here in verse 8. The Bible said, and God is able, and God is able. <laughs> I looked that word up again today to make sure I was right. That word able means powerful. It means mighty. It means strong. It's the same God in Genesis 1-1. In the beginning, Elohim. That's God the Father and God the Son. Hallelujah. And God the Holy Ghost. Amen. Are you listening to me now? He can't fail this evening. Bible said in Malachi chapter 3 and verse number 6, he said, I'm the Lord and I change not. And I'll tell you tonight, friend, he is the Lord tonight. He said, I am the Lord. He's an eternal God tonight. He cannot fail tonight. He'll meet your need tonight. He's a wonderful God tonight. 
I want to give you two or three things and, uh, that God cannot fail tonight. And I'll just say this again before I preach tonight. He can't fail. Matter of fact, I got wrote down my outline right here, just stop and shout. You know why? Because he can't fail. I'm telling you, God is able tonight. You say, Brother Mark, you don't understand what I'm praying about. You don't understand what I'm facing. God's able tonight. $2,500 is nothing to God. $25,000 is nothing to God. And I'll just say this evening, my friend, God is able this evening. I say, bless his name. I say, he's a great God. God's able this evening. I want to give you two or three quick things. Number one, I'll say, first of all, look back in chapter eight. And I'm not going to say in this, but look at chapter eight. I'm going to give you two things out of the text. I'll leave the text, but I'll be back in a minute. Watch this. Bible said in chapter number eight, verse number one, moreover, brethren, we do you to wit or witness how the grace of God bestowed on the churches, how Macedonia. <laughs> it's those churches that put Paul on the mission field. Look at the next verse. How then in a great trial of affliction and the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded on the riches of their liberality or their liberal giving. Notice what he says. How in a great trial of affliction. I'll say first of all tonight, God cannot fail. God's able in all trials tonight. I don't know what your trial is. I don't know what your hardship is. I don't know what you're going through tonight. But I'm glad to report to you tonight, God's able in all trials tonight. Are you listening to your study about the churches of Macedonia and the region of Macedonia? You'll find they was being persecuted. Go to Acts 17 and study how they was being persecuted. But I'll say to you now, Paul is saying, hey, in verse number two, how in the great trial of affliction. Now I'll say to you as a church tonight and you as a missionary tonight and you as a child of God tonight, God's able in all trials tonight. It doesn't matter about the trial. I say God's able, thank God. God's able in all trials tonight. And I'll promise you over and over and over again, down through the years, I'll say, trials comes, hardships comes, that trouble never side comes, but God's never failed one time. God's never let me down one time. Hey, man, are you hearing me preach tonight? 1979, I had the opportunity of starting the second church that I pastored. And uh, I never will forget those days. Oh, Brother John Bales, anybody know that guy? Anybody know anything about BIMI? BIMI during those days, I, I, they had a program. And I didn't know if somebody introduced me to it, how that helping, pre, helping preachers against uh, churches toward the USA. And uh, I think I was one of the close, maybe not the first one, one of them. And uh, boy, they came and BIMI helped my wife and I. They, matter of fact, the mission board supported us and helped us get that church off the ground. Oh, Brother Bells, he came and got it off the ground and helped us I get it going. And then Brother Bell said, uh, Need to get your mission program going. And I said, okay. And uh, he, I said, what do we need to do? Then he began to talk about faith promise. I never heard of faith promise. And uh, he introduced that back in the 70s. And I'll tell you something tonight. There's never been a trial. There's never been a day. There's never been a week. There's never been a time that God hadn't met that need. And I'll say to you, child of God, I don't care what you're going through tonight. And every trial, every affliction, every hardship, thank God, he's able, he's able. Forty plus years, God gave through my wife and I. I've been giving to my wife and I. Uh, giving through, uh, he'll give through you what he'll not give to you. And uh, give to missions tonight. And I'll say, I look back down the road and I, I want to tell you, I got more miles behind me now than I do in front of me. But I'll say, he's been faithful. I say, hallelujah, God's able. I say, God's able tonight. 
I want to say number two, God's not only able in all trials. I'll leave the text, but I'm coming back in just a minute. He's not only able in all trials, but I'll say along with Brother Ellis last night, he's able in all tests. All tests. You remember what the Bible said, Genesis 22? God did tempt Abraham. God spoke to Abraham. said, Abraham, Abraham, take now thy son, thy only son. By the way, that's who the seed line's coming through. Thy only son. Up on the mount that I'm going to show you. And you know the story there. And Brother Ellis so wonderfully preached about it. How that uh, God used uh, Abraham to take his son up on the mountain there. But the Bible said in verse number one, God did tempt Abraham. Now you and I know what that word is. You don't have to look it up. It's the same word as we use today as test. And God tested Abraham. By the way, when I went to school, I loved tests. I loved taking tests. I take same one nine times. Are you listening? So, but hear what I started to say. God tested Abraham. Now, God didn't test Abraham to, for God to see what Abraham would do. But God tested Abraham so Abraham knew what Abraham's going to do. And I'll tell you tonight, in every test, thank God. And by the way, it's the word test. It's not the word tip. It's the word test. And can I just say this to you tonight? The devil tempts you and I to bring us down. God tests us to bring us up. Are you hearing me tonight? I'll tell you tonight, he's able to all test tonight. That test that you're going through, that trial that you're going through, I'm glad to tell you tonight, thank God. God's able tonight. I said God's able tonight. Years ago, I was preaching for Dr. Roger Baker. And uh, I was, actually I was in Germany preaching. And this man come up to me while I was preaching. He said, I'm getting out of the military. And uh, I, I need you to recommend me a college. In North Carolina, where I can work and stay with my family and go to school too. So I recommend him, Brother Baker, school there. And uh, he came after he got out of the military, came and uh, started school there. I was preaching mission conference with Dr. Baker. And uh, on Saturday night, I was having an international supper. And that dear brother that I preached to in Germany came up to me and he said, I got a question. He said, What do you do when God puts a figure on your heart and God puts an amount on your heart to give to missions? And if you give what he has put on your heart, I'm not sure I have money to pay my bills. I'm not sure I have money to buy grub. I'm just not sure about all that. And what do you do? He sent in our beautiful wife, four or five little young'uns. And that wife sitting there with tears in her eyes. You're looking at a pawpaw. Y'all hearing me? And uh, them little young'uns standing there. And uh, he said, what am I supposed to do? And uh, I know what I wanted to say. But I said, uh, well, brother, here's what I'd recommend to you. I'd highly recommend you do exactly what God said do. And uh, I said, you do that. I went back on Sunday, finished a mission conference. I was gone several months and came back to the college. I had a preacher in one of the college services. He came up to me before service and said, I want to see you after service. I thought, okay. And <laughs> so I, 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 we had college that day, chapel. And after chapel, I met him out in the hall. And he started crying. He said, preach all day something. He said, you know what I asked you several months ago about giving a minute? I said, I remember that. He said, just want to tell you, my bills are paid. My children's got clothes. There's food in the cabinet. Everything's fine. And God, hear me tonight. God's able tonight, thank God. And all tests tonight. I, I don't know what your test is, but I'll promise you this tonight. God's able to all tests tonight. And again, he don't do that to that he might know what you're going to do. He does that to get you to see what you're going to do. I don't tell you, friend, when you can't track him, you can trust him. He'll never fail you, thank God. God's able in all tests. I want to say number three quickly, and I'm coming back to text in just a minute. He's not only able in 
all trials and he's able in all tests. But can I say quickly tonight, he's able in all times. All times. I love the book of Ruth, the story of grace. That's what it is. It's the story of grace. John is God's grace in a great city. Preach him thanks, fellas. But here's what I started to say. I love the book of Ruth. And when you said the book of Ruth, I have a question, Brother Frank. Won't you help me with it? I have a question. And when you say the book of Ruth, chapter number one, you'll find that Naomi and Elimelech leave Bethlehem. There was a famine in the land. And they left Bethlehem and went to Moab to sojourn. Well, to make a long story short, they stayed there 10 years. Elimelech dies, Maon dies, Shileon dies, they all die except, except Naomi and her two daughter-in-laws. And boy, you're talking about, I read that again today. She, down in Moab, after several years, she heard there was bread in Bethlehem. And by the way, when you're away from God, you only hear about the blessings, you don't experience them. You didn't get what I just said. She heard and she turns from, Bethlehem, uh, from Moab to go back to Bethlehem. And, uh, and, and you know what's so said in that chapter? Three or four times she tells those two daughter-in-laws, go back to their gods. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, when you're not right with God, are y'all hearing me preach tonight? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but, and of course, Orpha did, and one of the high pro boys said he had to go back because she went predestinated to go the other way, but uh, they, they preach other garbage too. But here's what I started to say. Are you listening to me? Uh, she comes out, and her and Ruth comes back to Bethlehem. Listen to this. When they get back to Bethlehem, all the city was moved about when they saw her. And uh, boy, they said, is this not Naomi? She said, don't call me Naomi, but call me Mara, because Almighty have dealt bitterly with me. And then she makes this statement, help me with this. She said, we went out full, but we come home empty. I got a question. I say God's able in all times. There's a famine in Bethlehem. There's a famine. They go out full, they come back empty. Why did she leave? She's full. Why did she leave? Are y'all hearing me tonight? God's able in all times. By the way, Boaz didn't have no problem faring during that time. And I won't tell you she went out full. Why did she leave? I don't know. But I'll tell you something tonight. God's able in all times tonight. It doesn't matter what the situation is tonight. I'm telling you, thank God. He's able at all times. Some of y'all cannot believe that Pastor Grabley would set aside a mission meeting with what's going on in the White House. Can I give you some advice? I'll give you three things about this. I highly recommend you voting. I recommend number two, before you go, vote on your way to the polls to vote stop fill up with gas <laughs> and then number three stop and get groceries before you get there <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't Democrats and Republicans you say what it, it's right and wrong get quiet in your I, 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 I'm getting off that are you listening to me God's able in all times you say it's tough time I said God <laughs> It's able, God's able in all times. You wouldn't believe my gas bill every month. You wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it. And I, every time I pull up to a gas pump, I got gas up here a while ago for $2.76. Yeah. Get your BP card, you get 15 cents off. I'm not as you, but my father is. Are you listening to me? <laughs> every time, 
I pull, pull up that gas pump. In the last 21 months, every time I fill my car up with gas, I either get my gas filled every month, and that's the way we pay it. Every We don't pay interest. Pay it off and get it. But every time, listen, there's not been one time I fill my car up with gas. What I didn't either have money in my billfold or money in the checking account. Can I say something real quick? If you'll tithe, give the missions, take care of that man of God, if God has to, he'll bankrupt heaven and take care of you. I'm preaching good, are you hearing me? You say preaching tough days. Do you realize how high stuff is? Do you realize how big God is tonight? I say hallelujah. He's able, thank God. He's able this evening. <laughs> He's able in all times. I'm not done with that. He's able in all trials. He's able in all tests. He's able in all times. Listen to me now. Listen, he's God tonight. Now, I'm telling you this thing. He's not going to fail you. He's not going to let you down. I, are you hearing me tonight? Praise the Lord. Thank God. I'm telling God's table. I want to get on the highest mountaintop I find and holler down the God of the Bible. Thank God. He's able. Yes, he is. I say he's able in all trials. He's able in all tests. He's able in all times. Look at my text. Notice this verse, verse 8. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that ye always have an all-sufficiency in all, what's the next word? He's able in all things. <laughs> Isn't that good? He's able in all things. You don't understand my thing. You don't understand the God I'm preaching about. I'm telling you, if I had time, I'd like to, I'd like to tell you some stories. But I'm telling you this evening, God's able tonight. I've seen him do it over and over and over and over and over again. And I will tell you tonight, he's able tonight. I don't know what you're praying about. I don't know what you're thinking about. Listen to me, friend. Set your goal high because we've got a big God tonight. He's able, thank God. He's able to all things tonight. My time's about up, but look at verse 8. And God is, watch, notice the all. Are y'all with me? Everybody alive, say amen. amen. Look at this verse. Look at the alls. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you. That ye always, having all sufficiency and all things, <laughs> may abound to every good work. God is able in all things. Notice the word sufficient. I looked that up again today, and here's what it means. It means perfect condition of life, which needs no aid or support is necessary. Y'all didn't get what I just said. Look at the verse again. He said in the verse here, and God's able to make all grace abound towards you, that you have an all-sufficiency. The word sufficiency simply means uh, perfect condition of life, which needs no aid or support is necessary. I'm telling you tonight, I've seen him do it so many times. I thought about this today, and I'm done. I thought about this today. 1988, we had our first mission conference at Turner's Creek before you preached, Brother Goldby. And uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't really know how to do one. So uh, I had a lot of missionaries call, and everyone called, I let them come. That week we had 35 families. 35. And we had 14 missionaries we were supporting. Had been there long at that church. And had uh, 35 families come that week. Brother Saunders did why I may have been there, I can't remember. 35 families. And uh, got done with that mission conference. I didn't know we weren't supposed to do this. We took care of one of them on. We were from 14 missionaries, 49 missionaries one night. 16 years later, it's 230 missionaries. 16 years later, it's $230,000 a year. 
Are, are y'all hearing me? I'm telling you, Lord, have mercy. What a, what, what, what a God, what a God. God's able, are you listening to me? God's able. Boy, you put them since where he put Samson, you watch him. Are you listening to me? He loved us so much he gave his son. And I won't tell you tonight what a joy to give the missions and reach others with the gospel and see them get saved by the grace of God. And God is able, thank God. And God is able. And God is able. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that I can ask or think. Did I tell y'all tonight God's able? Did I tell y'all tonight, the Bible said, faithful is he that calleth you who will do it. Who will do it? Did I tell y'all this tonight? If we believe not, he abideth faithful because he, be, he cannot deny himself. I just want to come by and tell you tonight, I don't know what you're looking at. I don't know what you're facing. I don't know what you're thinking about. There's a God in heaven. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my soul, God's able. Man alive. Hallelujah.